Imagine loving your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your master certified coach and midlife mentor. And once again, I'm so glad to be here with you for this week's episode, which is all about why you need to get over feeling stuck in midlife. Now, before we dive in, I want to give a special shout out to you if you're a new listener. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast. I want you to feel the virtual welcome mat being rolled out for you to come into my world and know that you belong here, your home. It can be so tough to go through midlife muck alone or to even think you're alone, but you're not. That's what I know for sure. I'm not alone. You're not alone. And we have this weird little slice of the podcast universe to call our own. So I just had the most delightful conversation in my free group, Women in the Middle Community. Now, if you're not in there yet, why not? Why not? Head over to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Women in the Middle Community. So this woman is new to the podcast and she's loving it and was so happy to find a place where she felt at home, even in her mind. And I hear this over and over that the knowledge that you're not alone is just unbelievably confirming. Would you agree with that? Well, then she said something that has me grinning ear to ear. She said that my podcast was bomb for the soul. Oh my God, I had never heard that phrase before. I melted though because it sounded so helpful and so sweet. So I looked it up, bomb for the soul. And this is what it means that it makes you feel better, that it's approval. It's the place to have that kind of feeling, bomb to the soul. Comfort, support, relief, cheer, that sort of thing. Wow. This is exactly what I was hoping for when I thought about creating this podcast. There is just so much fear and confusion out there in our midlife community. And boy, do those emotions get in the way big time. And I wanted to do something about it. I believe that women over 50 need to look forward, not grieve the past. We need to smile at our future rather than have a furrowed brow. No one likes that 11 wrinkle that pops up when we have a furrowed brow between our eyebrows, that 11. Now, I only have a one. Mine's kind of (laughs) lopsided. But the thing is that when we smile at our future rather than have a furrowed brow, We're happy rather than sad. We need to think about what we can do instead of what we're running out of time to do. We need to recognize that we're older and wiser, not just older. So I'm on a mission. Call me crazy, but I want to find the amazing women in the middle who need to hear this message. And I have to say, I feel a little compelled and I get excited about it. How many of us do you think there are? Seriously, where are they hiding? I got to find them. I spend a lot of time and money thinking about where they are and how to reach them. In fact, it's kind of a miracle that you're listening to this right now. I found you. (laughs) It worked. Now, I'm all in. I'm here to help. That is for sure. Learning how to think on purpose has changed my life. 
and it can totally change yours too. So on that beautiful note, let's dive in. Today's topic is about why you need to get over being stuck. If you don't have a compelling why, I'm going to give you one to consider because being stuck can be so freaking painful. And it's such a boring and repetitive drag. (laughs) It's kind of like there's a fork in the road and you're stuck right at that juncture, right at the base of the big V. Go left. It's more of the same, but it's safe and comfortable in a weird way. Go right and you're unstuck and on your way. Now, I know this might sound weird, but being stuck is a choice. You may not buy that at first. It may just feel like it's just that way, like it's reality, like I have a hand, I have an arm, (laughs) and that the answer to unstuck is out there somewhere. You know, out there. I always look up and to the right when I'm thinking about where the answers might be. So right now I'm I'm at my desk. So up and to the right is out my window, looking into the backyard, and I see my bird bath with my solar fountain, (laughs) which I love, and the ravine. And that's where the answers must be. Or to you, it might feel like a feeling, like an emotional stuckness. The thing is that you know that your thoughts create your feelings. And if you don't know that, please consider that. Your thoughts create your feelings. The bottom line is that stuck is a thought. I'm stuck is an optional way to think about where you're at. There's a million other ways to think about it, but the story you're telling yourself is that you're stuck, like it's part of your body. Like I said, it's just the way it is. So I want to tell you a bit about what happened to me when I was stuck in a big way. And I've mentioned this before in the podcast, but I'm going to add a bit more detail this time to give you some more context and understanding about why it's so important to get over yourself about the way you tell your own personal stuck story. For me, it was 2013. I was turning 50 that year. And I was also in the year, uh, I was in like year five of a five-year stint of being stuck. At that time, I had no perspective. I didn't know about coaching. I didn't know about thought work. I didn't understand that I was dealing with the same stuckness for five years. I had no clue that fear was a big part of what I was experiencing. I talked about being stuck like it was part of who I was at that time. I had no idea how to help myself. I didn't know how to think on purpose. So remember, that was a few years ago, that was 2013, and I was on the brink of turning 50, like I mentioned. And I know that I had been stuck for the five years leading up to that point. I was in my long-term job. I started to feel stuck in year 14 of the 19 years that I was there. Yes, that's five years. (laughs) You've heard me correctly. And that is 260 weeks or 1,820 days. Or to be even more precise, about 43,680 hours, (laughs) including sleep but that much time of my life spinning about how stuck I was. Now, to be fair, you know, sleep counts for about a third of that time, but I don't know that meant I wasn't still spinning. When you're stuck, it can feel so overwhelming and can seep into every aspect of your life because it affects your emotional state, your emotional well-being. So it doesn't really matter 
you know, to be super precise about the hours. It's just a lot of time. And here is why you need to get over being stuck. It's probably not what you're thinking. When you're stuck, you're focusing on what you are experiencing. You focus on the misery, the worry, the confusion, the overwhelm, the anxiety of the whole thing, the uncertainty. Your focus is on being confused about how you will find your way out of being stuck. The timeline for this is a mysterious journey and also how certain you are that you can even find fulfillment on the other side. Again, it's it's like mysterious and it feels like a lot and you stay stuck. That's what happens when you wallow like this in these emotions. And I say wallow with full respect. <laughs> you get all comfortable with them in a weird way. You indulge in them. You find yourself busy trying to move away from those feelings and into some kind of forward action. You're very much in your story, the story that you tell yourself, mostly about why you need someone or something out there to help you. You don't feel like you can do it yourself, or at least I didn't. And I hear that from my community so, so often. And then you know what happens? Like I said, you stay stuck. You stay stuck. Sometimes you don't even know who to ask. You don't even know what to read. You don't know what podcast to listen to. You just swirl and stay stuck. So here's the big insight. Get ready. When you're stuck, you're thinking about yourself. I would think things like this. I just want clarity. I don't know what I should do. I wish someone would tell me what to do. I'm afraid I'll make the wrong decision. You're thinking thoughts that create negativity and specifically a lot of fear. Here's what you're not doing. You're not focusing on what you can do. You're not thinking in a way that will move you forward. You're not thinking about what won't be happening if you don't unstick yourself. Boom. Think about that again. You're not thinking about what won't be happening if you don't unstick yourself. This is what I want to talk to you about right now. You're not thinking about what won't happen if you stay stuck. You're thinking about what will happen to you if you stay stuck, but you're not thinking about the cost to others if you stay stuck. Do you follow? There will be huge positive spinoff effects when you actively choose to get unstuck and choose joy. Choosing joy means that you've gotten unstuck. You're not a happy camper when you're stuck. Now, when you choose, you take responsibility. Think of it as taking full responsibility for your life. You can choose to stay stuck. You can choose joy. Now, how do you do that? You might be thinking. <laughs> well, I'm reminded of hearing Deepak Chopra at an Oprah event a few years ago, and he was talking about this concept in general. And I remember him emphasizing that if you want to be happy, make someone else happy. That really stuck with me. I believe this too, that when you help other people, you feel way better about yourself, that it's actually related to the fulfillment that you are looking for. Helping people can take many forms. There's directly helping people and indirectly helping people. It can be the way you show up, the way you inspire the way you actively help someone, or even the way you put something in place that helps people that you don't even know. 
But I want you to tie this concept to feeling stuck and your responsibility to unstick yourself. When you unstick yourself, you will be in a position to help people in a different way than you are now. You will have a different effect on the people that you interact with. Pretty juicy concept, yes? (laughs) So I started doing some thinking about what I've been able to do to help women in the middle since I got unstuck. Who have I impacted so that they're happier as a result of the happiness that I wanted to? Now, of course, you're listening to one of the things that I've done. This is episode 163, and I can't even believe it. The podcast turned three in July 2020. And if you would have asked me a few years ago if I would be doing anything like this, for sure, the answer would have been no. I didn't even know what a podcast was. I had no clue. I was a late smartphone adopter. I was completely clued out. I didn't know there were apps like that on my phone. Like I think uh, you may have heard me say this before, but I think of a podcast as a party in your purse because the phone, the smartphone is just so magical that you can get this kind of access to this kind of information just like that. Okay. The other thing is you don't even know what you don't know. But the Women in the Middle podcast is definitely helping midlife women get excited about their lives again. The iTunes reviews are so positive and quite frankly, so touching and meaningful to me. And when I read them, I feel amazing that I figured out, me who's afraid of technology, such an incredible way to actually help you improve your life. I've written over 100 blogs too. And this is so interesting to me. Blogging helped me find my voice. I remember sitting down to that first blog. I had no clue what I was going to write. But once I found my voice, I could share, I could coach, I could help make other women happier. Now, yes, I know that their thoughts, your thoughts actually make you happy. But you know what I mean. I'm doing my part. And the response to this format of communication is helpful. But let's go deeper. I'm going to tell you a bit about some of the transformations that have taken place right before my very eyes through the power of coaching. Working with my clients has been such a gift. The gift I gave myself. And now I've shared the gift of coaching right back. I've grouped these transformations a bit too to make it a little easier to talk about. And by no means, this list isn't in any order and it is not comprehensive. It's just to give you a flavor of the power of getting unstuck. So one consistent transformation I've seen since I got unstuck and started coaching is related to work. This category is about clients and women in my community who've gotten unstuck about their careers in some way or another. For example, some have quit their jobs. Some have quit and changed their focus completely. Others have quit their current gig and shifted into another type of work within the same profession. Still others have quit and taken time off to study or to take a break. There have also been others who have finally gotten clear on the career path they want within the career they know and love. So the advancement or shift that they really want in the same profession. So that kind of clarity. Some have figured out what they want to do now that they have an empty nest like re-entering the workforce. Still others have focused on getting clear about when they want to retire and what the path toward retirement, toward that goal, looks like. 
And then there's this interesting work theme too. Several clients are now professional artists in a bigger way. And what I mean is they've stepped into their identities as professional artists. In like in this particular case, owning your identity as an artist isn't always easy. Many struggle with it for decades. But these women figured out what they wanted and made it happen. And then there have been clients who finally launched coaching businesses or other entrepreneurial businesses too. There were all kinds of things getting in their way, like their thoughts, and they figured it out and away they went. I've also had clients who have worked on or busted through some key money mindset blocks that were totally getting in the way of propelling their businesses forward to a whole other financial level. So much fun. All right, the next one. Another consistent transformation I've seen since I got unstuck and started coaching is related to relocating and moving. Some of my clients discovered that they wanted to move even when it wasn't why they wanted coaching originally, like it was a full-blown discovery. They weren't even clear that they wanted to move. The idea to move or relocate came up as a result of taking a deep dive into what they wanted, what was missing, and what they didn't want to regret. I've seen it all in this broad category. Clients who decided to move to a dream location now instead of waiting for retirement, and they decide to continue their professional career path there in this new location, which is their dream location. I've also seen clients who've decided to downsize early so they could move into their dream location. There've also been clients who've made a big move to another country and culture, specifically with young families, to create the experience that they want to share so they don't have regrets. Super fun to coach women who are creating um, the lives of their dreams. And It really is the lives of their dreams. When I think about it, I have an image that comes up right away. So if I would have been one of these women that did this, like right away, I think about Cape Cod. That's my dream location. Could I have a cottage there? Could I ever live there? Right away, I think highly unlikely. So what I do instead is I try to vacation there. But that's what comes up for me right away in my dream location. Um, and it's just been so much fun to help women discover what they really, really want. All right, here's another consistent transformation I've seen since I got unstuck and started coaching, and it's related to confidence, courage, self-care, and balance. Several clients have worked hard on self-acceptance and visibility, and this has come up so much with our online world and online business. And there's Facebook Lives and making videos and having to put yourself out there in a different way. That has come up so often. Several extremely successful career-driven clients have become happier at home and finally figured out the balance they were looking for. Sometimes it's about how to be happier at home with a young family or a busy family while managing a really intense and high-profile career. Other times it's cha- it's just like changing something about your job, like going part-time when you never thought it was a possibility. It's probably no surprise that in this category, self-care, clients have also lost weight or worked on drinking less. And some clients have also created incredibly useful morning routines 
that have really improved their lives and made them happier. So this big chunk, confidence, courage, self-care, and balance, really exciting category. And Here's another one, another consistent transformation I've seen since I got unstuck and started coaching is related to relationships. Now, again, I'm sure it's not that surprising that relationship work is part of midlife regret proofing and big transformation. Transformations in this category have included things like working on the relationships that were causing tremendous pain. And when I say worked, working on, it's really about working on yourself, your boundaries, being clear about what you want and what you can control. Sometimes the work was about preventing regrets with a partner, parents, or children, for sure, that kind of thing. There have also been examples of getting clarity about wanting to end a relationship and also wanting to stay in a relationship. And sometimes it flips. There have also been big transformations related to setting boundaries in difficult relationships with parents, for example very important life-changing work. And then finally, there's a big category of emotional well-being in general, learning how to be happier in the skin you're in. This is usually about figuring out how to be more fulfilled, learning the skills for increased mindfulness, learning to think on purpose, learning to take back your control when it comes to your emotions. Even now, at your age, lots of this kind of transformation too, so good and so fun to be a part of. So there you have it. I've been coaching now for seven years and I've coached hundreds of women, mostly women, some men, but mostly women. With the podcast and blog, I know that I've reached tens of thousands of women already three years in with the podcast with this message that it's possible to learn how to get excited about your life again. The feedback and emails just light me up. It is such a constant reminder of how important it is to get over staying stuck. So ask yourself, what wouldn't have happened if you chose to stay stuck? What wouldn't have happened if I chose to stay stuck? It's not that these transformations wouldn't have necessarily taken place. I don't know that. I don't know for sure. And I certainly don't think about myself or my power that way. (laughs) That's ridiculous. But I do know that my work has had an impact. My coaching has helped. I know my coaching has helped. And if I would have stayed stuck, it wouldn't have helped. My message wouldn't be out there. I wouldn't have had the opportunity to do this work. I wouldn't have had the opportunity to coach to share what I know about mindfulness tools and skills, and to support people getting better perspective on their thinking. Now, in my case, way back when, I didn't have the nerve to actually leave my job at that time before I turned 50. I hemmed and hawed and spun around on the whole topic for five years and then finally got laid off. I didn't have the clarity, confidence, or courage to leave that job at that time. I hadn't found coaching. I wasn't listening to self-help podcasts. (laughs) I hadn't found a mentor. I didn't hear the message. I didn't hear the message I needed to hear to understand how my fear was affecting me and calling my decision-making shots. But I redeemed myself. (laughs) Once I got that layoff notice, once the reality of the layoff notice settled in, I was off to the races. I became a different person. I tried new things. I made decisions. I found coaching. I listened to that little voice that was telling me 
that the one-on-one connection that I had been looking for could be found in this particular career path. I also really wanted to finally be an entrepreneur and nurture that creative part of my soul. It wasn't all coming together. In my past career direction, 27 years, but I could see that it could all come together in this new career direction. I didn't take another five years to think about it. I kept moving forward. And you know what? I was scared, but I did it anyway. That was the shift. So there you have it a little bit more perspective about being at the fork of the road for being stuck. So ask yourself if you're ready to take full responsibility for your life. Ask yourself if you're ready to choose joy. Ask yourself if you're ready to get out of your own way. And ask yourself to start to imagine what won't happen if you stay stuck right where you are. What won't happen for you and what won't happen in the universe? What won't happen out there? And even though it's hard to know what you don't know, just consider that there's more going on here than just your personal angst about being stuck. Always remember and never forget, you don't have to have it all figured out to move forward. Just taking the next step is usually enough to unstick yourself and get out of your own way. All right, my friend, that's it for today's episode. My focus as a midlife coach is to help you waste less time spinning and feeling stuck. It's time to get excited about your life again. Remember, being the queen of your brain domain is the best way to be. Check out the show notes with more information and links at suzyrosenstein.com. Download my free guide, Nine Secrets to Get Unstuck in Your 50s at suzyrosenstein.com forward slash nine secrets. And if you want to connect more with me in the future, join the free Women in the Middle Community Facebook group where we continue the podcast conversation. Head over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash women in the middle community. And if you're ready to finally put yourself first, you can become a first lady. Join my new midlife membership, the Finally First Club. It's an upbeat virtual community for midlife women just like you who want to stop feeling stuck and confused and finally start making the changes you want in your next chapter. The clarity, courage, and connection that you're looking for is only one click away. So join us there. We're waiting for you. Head over to www.iamfinallyfirst.com. Let's do this, ladies. It's time for you to put yourself first, one thought at a time. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.